going to talk about some development uh, that is out there in New Orleans East. Everybody knows New Orleans East is a place that... Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. We're worldwide. Not everybody knows. You're going to have to explain that. So there are essentially three areas to the city of New Orleans. There is uptown New Orleans. There is downtown New Orleans. And there is New Orleans East. You're not going to call with the West Bank? Nah, the West Bank, you almost list a little bit as uptown, but, you know, it's, it's, it, yeah, let's let's say Ford. I, I apologize. I, I am corrected. Now, mind you, for those who are already up in arms, we mean Orleans Parish proper. Yes. Metairie is not part of New Orleans. It is part <laughs> a of lot the of greater New Orleans area. <laughs> part of it, but yeah. So uh, New Orleans East has uh, a perspective of being far away from the other uh, three areas. Uh, essentially, it's separated by uh, the Industrial Canal. Would you say that's that's about where? That, that's fairish. You know, I mean, we, we're given a general idea. Yeah. So that way, if some people, some somebody would have looked it up. Also, if you hear noise, guys, it's New Year's Eve when we're recording. So uh, that's just our local neighborhood in Arduels. Exactly. So uh, the, normally New Orleans East has, since Katrina, not had very promising uh, development areas. Um, they haven't had a lot of the jobs come back that came back to uptown and downtown. And part of it was because it was considerably harder hit after Katrina. Would you would you say that, sir? Uh, yes. In order to... <clears throat> When you only have so much money, but you have so much more month, you got to figure out how to make it work. And the city of New Orleans, in order to get it up and running, let some of the East go to the wayside. Uh, is that a fair statement? Uh, correct. Matter of fact, they said actually on uh, the video that we just watched that there were uh, that there were parts, including the part that we'll talk about today, of the East that were underwater for over a month. Yeah, that's really you know, something to think about. And so uh, with that being said, the part that we are going to talk about today is the part that used to be known as Jazzland, used to be known as Six Flags New Orleans, uh, is currently a derelict uh, theme abandoned. park. <laughs> abandoned theme park. Uh, it is just sitting out there rusting essentially um nothing is being done with it it is a large plot of land out there and here's the question brother um what as a community as a city do you see if you were in charge of city planning if you were the mayor on the city council or anything like that what would you think would be the best utilage of that area two things Number one, build it and they will come. Two, we have to realize what we are, and we are a bowl city. We collect water. We need to play, have a place for the water to go. So it's one of two options. Option one, we go ahead and develop this land with the intent of attracting a multinational corporation that needs space. NASA is a thought because what? They need the space to go ahead and <clears throat> provide their experimentation to house. Like, do you know what an electron collider is? I am not quite sure of. I, I do know based off of the name, 
what it probably does, <laughs> collide Fair. electrons. I do know that it has to be extremely large uh, for yeah, it's, it's, it's typically called a particle collider. I, I, I said that because a lot of times you're, you're flinging electrons at something. Right. But, and, uh, the, yeah. the point being is that in order to do it, you need a lot of space because you will have basically a bunch of synced magnets getting the speed higher and higher and higher and higher to eventually fling it at a, a, a an, an element and you're changing its actual molecular standing. You need space to do that. What if you want to go ahead and build an airport? What if you want to go ahead and build a, tr a government training facility? This is where SEAL Team 6 operates. You know, as an, uh, we have so many governmental options. Uh, we could go ahead and have it as a buffer for land. We could have it be a drainage canal. We could build it into a landfill. We could do a recycling plant, something that takes a lot of space that's away from the city that will not directly impact them so heavily. My option would be, like I said, immediately go for the, the land use, the, the drainage to make sure we have that. First, so step number one, we scrap everything that's useless. We go ahead and have a garage sale. We go ahead and say, you know, take it if you want it. Let the public come in. Take it. Let them do it for free. If they want a roller coaster, sure, it's gone now. Or set up a contract with a... a a salvage company, hey, come get this, salvage it, get rid of it, and move on till we get to a base level. Now that we have more of the waste uh, or the derelict uh, property gone, we now can see what we have. Are we building an apartment complex? Are we building commercial? Are we building industrial? You know, what are we doing RCI? Which one are we doing? In order to meet those needs, what do we have to build? Do we need more sewage? Do we need more power? Do we need what do we need to go ahead and make this happen? And now that we have step one done, where we've actually started manicuring the lawn, making sure that we have plans for uh, uh, public transit to and fro, um, just developing a clean workspace. I yeah, got you. Yeah. Then we can go ahead and figure out what we're going to do next. I'm a fan of at this point, clear cut it, and go ahead and make a a reserve or a park or something of that nature. Boom easy to go and if not there's enough space you looked it up earlier define the acreage or the square footage jazz land is uh, it is attributed to it was how much four hundred thousand square feet that's a lot that you're telling me we can't make this into new apartments we can't yeah. make this into office space it we, makes sense we can't make this into this and if i'm really going to say the one thing we do hey amazon we got space Go ahead and bring it down here. Good to go. And all of a sudden now you have warehouse space. And if something were to happen, you know you're going to go ahead and everything is going to be top two. Like before the hurricane hits, everything gets shifted to the top two or three tiers of the shelf. Nothing's on the ground floor. Everything gets lifted up. And all this is just a, a warehouse. Boom, boom, boom. Wear your boots, wear your vest, wear your hat. We're good to go. Now you've brought jobs into the city. You've got Amazon getting the footprints like, oh, well, we, we could do this. We can do this, you know? I mean, that's the most important thing that the city needs right now is jobs. We quality need, jobs. We need quality jobs that people can go ahead and utilize in order to um, pull themselves up by their bootstraps, as the old saying goes. I hate that saying. I understand that, but it is true that we don't have a way and we don't have a lot of um, possibilities for 
work right now I mean, in this city. If if it yeah. weren't just a warehouse, you need forklift operators, you need truckers, you need right. all these people to go ahead and get it moving, and then boom, you know, if you're working a as a line cook making twelve dollars an hour, that's pretty miserable. And you know what? You're on your feet all the time. You're telling me I can't shift to twenty five an hour, right? I'm gonna be on my feet the same amount of time, <laughs> right? You it know, definitely. And if, and if there's sense. no chance for upward mobility, I may as well take advantage of my youth while I still have it and get the money that goes ahead and comes with the lifting. I mean, not just that, but also I I had just thought about something while we were talking about it, and I didn't mention it before. With there being so many developments and power alternatives right now, if we could create wind turbines, if we could create uh, different power areas out there, those are other things that need a lot of space. And so it, alternative energy is a current wave of the future right now that uh, that people are developing. And no better area would be than that area out there, basically away from most things in which... If you have uh, the, the one drawback of alternative energy is it needs space and and that's agreed. It. I'm not sure if we can generate enough energy in that area, but I get your point. You know what I mean? We can go ahead and make, I would I don't want to necessarily say go nuclear, but it could be on the table at least. I mean, it has been found that nuclear energy has been has been strangely enough more safer than other forms of uh energy that have been developed so uh there is definitely that possibility and the most important thing is people it's 2024 if we're going to talk about something that we can do better why not talk about something that the city can do better because other than that it is just derelict land sitting out there wasting space where it could be used for potential to help this community now I guess the next question is we go ahead and what are the let's be uh, real on the benchmark. We're talking about blight, urban planning and revitalization, right? Absolutely. We don't live there. So problem number one is it's always funny to have people say what we're going to do for you, which isn't necessarily what we want. You know, it will bring jobs to the area. But is that what they need? Do they need? So, yeah, the first first thing should be an assessment. We skipped through that phase because we're familiar with the area, but I keep forgetting we're familiar. We have to uh, rear back our bias and make sure our audience knows that, hey, in New Orleans East, it's very spacious. It's like Atlanta. You can go ahead and go have a long drive, not as long as Atlanta, but a longer drive from A to B. You know, it's about 15 minutes to the city center. You know what I mean? Uh, another 25 to Kenner, give or take. Yeah. So it's one of those things, what does this area need? Do we need jobs? Do we need housing? Do we need uh, municipal uh, utilities? What do we need? <laughs> Almost you want to say all of the above at this point, really. <laughs> Which is fair, and I get it. But we got to figure out what's what's most necessary. I narrowed those down because I'm a big fan of build it, they will come, like I said. And if we can go ahead and get that on point, then boom, we can go ahead and begin the spark necessary to get to the next phase. So boom, now that we have a business out here that's thriving, the city can tax that business and we can generate the revenue necessary 
for whatever is the utility or service that needs to be provided. Fair? Definitely fair. So, uh, so do you agree with Amazon? Is there somebody better than that? I mean, I think Amazon would be a, a definitely good one. I think the only thing that I believe would possibly generate more income is if you went with the government route, like you said, than Amazon. Um, like a place like NASA or like um, like you said, a military training facility, something like that. Those uh, would be the places that I could think of that might, because as we all know, working for the government sector in certain positions can be lucrative. Um, the, particularly with the fact that there is a huge space race going on right now. Um, private, mean, uh, not oh, you know what? It, it, it's a good idea. I was about to say we we're about to probably come to the same idea, but go ahead. Um, uh, it it could not just be NASA that we rent out the space for for space stuff. We could actually uh go with uh SpaceX. We could say, hey, do you want to go ahead and use that development land? And it, and there's no reason why you couldn't put it out to the highest bidder and rent it out. Um, you could say, hey, we'll we'll have this facility ooh, ooh, built ooh, here. Back that back that up for a second. If we're renting commercial, we have to have it up to commercial standards. Number one, we know hurricanes and flooding are going to be a huge problem. Which is one reason why people may want to temporarily have the area instead of permanently having. But the point I'm making is, is that we have to, as the, if we're the city of New Orleans or mm -hmm. some sort of subsidiary, we have to make sure that a a, a cutting edge company has cutting edge rooms. That means they've got to have Wi-Fi. They've got to have drop down cables. Going to have to have this level of uh, of guaranteed power at all times of the day. That's a lot to go ahead and put on your shoulders, and I'm not sure that's something we are capable of doing on that level. Mm. Like, do me a favor. And this is one of my favorite things to go ahead and prove when I say how far behind we are. How many Fortune 500 companies does New Orleans have? Um, currently, I want to say probably one, maybe? Cox? Uh, um, I don't think Cox is Fortune 500. I think it's Entergy. Oh, that makes sense. I think it's too. just energy. That that does. Um, so for those who don't know, Cox Communications is a local cable company, right? But with their uh, with with them having a blockade on a lot of uh, different areas, I I want to say them, but um, you're right. It may just be energy. Come to think about it, last I checked a few years ago, that was all it was, and I saw no need to check again. But now you found one, so. Um, and uh, yeah, that that would be one of the things is maybe we don't have the infrastructure yet, but it might be. Oh, it has two companies. What's the second? Uh, let's see. Fortune five Well, that is, that's weird. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on one second. Our beautiful audience awaits us. Mm-hmm. 
So it said it had two. And then when I clicked on the site, it won't show me what the second one is. Two companies headquartered in New Orleans made the Fortune 500 list. Uh, um, just do yourself a favor. Copy that. Give it to intern so we can put it in the show notes. Okay. That'll work. But yeah, so the point being is we don't have anything. CenturyLink. CenturyLink? CenturyLink and Energy. Huh. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that one. Actually, CenturyLink is larger than Energy. Holy. Okay. <laughs> Learn me something today. All right. Uh, now, now, in your defense, I, for the life of me, I, I am not even aware of what CenturyLink does. You you know, you just don't realize it. I, I, I you're right. I probably deal with them. I just don't know it. Yeah. But um, yeah. But the the point being at this point is, if we're building a facility to rent out to people, or are we building the facility or are we leasing the land? So that's the better question. I mean, as as the city, um, would it be more profitable? to have a, a company move in and say, hey, we're going to buy all this land and we want people to lease from us? Or would it be more profitable for the city to just buy the land and then have people directly lease from that uh, from, from the city? So uh, I'm going to back up for a second. And what you said reminds me of my cyberpunk stuff. Uh, anybody who knows Shadowrun knows of the Renraku arcology. Renraku is the name of a hu- huge, super stupidly big mega corporation and what they do is uh the corporation ex ex extraterritorial in which corporations can run themselves they don't go ahead and uh they're not defined by the geopolitical borders because now we're, we're multinational corporations you know what i mean we're dealing with everywhere well they own the land run the land house their employees all this kind of stuff so imagine if we give it to spacex and I don't want to say like an inn or a motel, but you have some dormitories, for lack of a better term. So that way, you know, uh, this group of scientists are going to work on this project for the next seven months. This is where you live for that seven months. When the contract is up, we figure out as our project manager what we're doing, what we're not doing, and we go from there. Now, that would work for SpaceX, but would it work for Amazon? I mean, I can't see why it wouldn't uh, if you build an entire community out there and have it basically be on its own that, hey, we'll we'll give y'all land so that y'all could have Walmart out there. Y'all could have like, you know, y'all could have a, a, a transit system to go back and forth between the two areas. Um, y'all could have grocery stores out there. You know, you, you're talking about a good deal of land here. And you could convince them that, hey, this could almost be a self-sufficient area of the thing that you of this uh, of the city that y'all could have. You know, so you know, one of the favorite things is what's my cut? we follow the money, right? Yeah, particularly in this city. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> Rev Ross will be upset about you saying that. But <laughs> the the point I'm getting at is everybody wants the cut, but nobody. <clears throat> What did Snoop Dogg say in Jenna Juice? Everybody got their cups pulled out, but ain't but nobody, nobody chip, in. chip in. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And that's why I have the concern where I say the first step we do is just do the salvage contract. Because one, just the environmental impact is a, a good idea to begin with. And then we, <clears throat> I think it is safe to say New Orleans as a whole wants this revitalized. Definitely. So... The first step to it is cleaning it out. 
you go ahead and rent, you get Aunt Jody's old house, right? You get Aunt, 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 Uncle Bob's old house. You got to get rid of the, the, the 1940s dusty-ass couch. <laughs> you got to go ahead and strip the paint and all this kind of stuff. You got to do the basic cleaning before you can go ahead and get to the next level, right? Right. So that's what I'm advocating towards is that no matter what we do, this is a step that needs to be done regardless. So let's get it done so that way it becomes that much more feasible of an option. Definitely. Um, I mean, salvage definitely seems the way to go, at least the groundbreaking part. In 2024, we need to work on salvaging that area. I mean, here's the next thing. Since we got all kind of elections and whatnot coming up, is this an election promise or election guarantee? Because talking points are easy because no one holds you to it. You want to talk about what would probably be a great push, and nobody has been using it that way. Nobody has been saying it, but somebody working for trying to get a mayoral push or a city council push, they need to say it. They need to say, I'm going to develop that land. They, they, The person that says that, they do not know how big of an impact that would have. Um, we... <clears throat> Looking at the video that you showed me about Jazzland, like I knew it was, I so first it was Jazzland, then Six Flags moved in. They spent forty four million on the park, and then abandoned it. That's a lot of infrastructure that could be put to use. If you go ahead and take ten million, maybe even seven million, you might get something up and running. Like me, I mean, malls are going to the wayside, but. <clears throat> uh, You've been to Dave and Buster's before, right? Mm-hmm. There's a new place out in, in Metairie Kenner called Game On. Yeah. There's axe throwing, bowling, and an arcade. We always say we need something for the kids to do, right? Remember when we used to go to Celebration Station? Yeah. Kept us out of trouble. <laughs> so you get my point. Like, and because it's a, 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 a wet area, one of the things that was great about Celebration Station was they had a go-kart track and they had bumper boats. Right. That was fun, bruh. As a as a kid, that was the uh, like that was some best moments of being a teenager. I would say that's because you were making out in the bathroom. Hush your mouth. <laughs> Watch your tone and delivery. You just say that because you're married. <laughs> but you get my point. Like you have enough space where you probably could almost uh parcel it out. You don't have to make it all be one thing. Say, okay, vroom, 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 we break this up, and this is just going to be a drainage ditch. Or we make this, like I said, because it's so big, we need to make sure we can support the grid for it. So that's that. my <clears throat> vote number one, drainage. Uh, salvage no matter what because it leads to everything else. But once salvage is done, either help it out for natural drainage or try to get Amazon on point. And if not, go gov- go federal. Get NASA, maybe SpaceX, maybe military. I mean, if <laughs> there's enough space out there that if a gunshot went off, it is what it is. Right. No, Nobody would think otherwise. And you don't have to. I mean, you could do it with paintballs, so that way it's simulated. And you don't have to have spend actual munitions and bring the hazardous waste cleanup that goes with it. You just go ahead and put in the damn laundry and move on with your life. That is true. I mean, I definitely see the potential out there for it. So that makes me go ahead and say, if you have any ideas or any areas in your uh, world 
that we need to know about. Shoot us an email. Um, Hit us up and let us know, hey, this is what we're doing and this is why we're doing it. Whether it be guerrilla gardening, whether it be something as simple as I'm buying parts of this area and just building a house. You know what I mean? Definitely. Go ahead and let us know. But with that, is it closing time, brother? Yeah, it's closing time. So with that said, this is YNB Collins and... Brother Wolf. Hopefully, we can go ahead and get the city off their laurels. You know what? I'm going to say we send this to Troy Carter. I would love that idea. No, nah, well, we ain't nothing to do with it. He got a Facebook page. We'll link it and go ahead and go from there. So with that said, uh, Mr. Carter, you've been pushing and pushing and pushing. How about you go ahead and get the area revitalized in some Thank you for listening to the Benchmark Podcast, a product of Benchmark Media, LLC. We would like to remind our listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this review are strictly the views and opinions of each individual and does not reflect the stance of Benchmark Media. Any opinion stated is not to be construed as professional advice or help. Our intro and outro music is Acid Trumpet by Kevin McLeod, licensed under the Creative Commons, Remember to contact us at the Real Benchmark Podcast at gmail.com or our website, www.therealbenchmarkpodcast.com. You can follow us on social media, on Facebook or Instagram. And if you'd like to be a friend of the show, you can donate to us via our PayPal and buy columns a drink. <laughs>